0: Good day everybody, Yechez Kaf Aleph chapter 21 of the book of Ezekiel. A terrifying chapter, which is only going to get more terrifying in the following one. Describing the destruction which is about to rain down on the land of Israel from all directions of the compass. The critical word in the chapter is Cherev sword it is the milat manchal the light vort the word which occurs time and again let's take a moment to think about that word cherev, in Tanakh it appears first very early on after Adam and Chava are banished from the Garden of Eden The, cherev ha-mitapechet, the elves, is placed at the entrance to the Garden to prevent anybody from going back. This is certainly threatening but it is preventative of something that shouldn't happen. Another time that the word sword appears is in fact in next week's parasha, at the end of Vayikra, we are told that the land of Israel in future more perfect times, the cherev lota ta'avor ba'aretz, no sword shall come into the land. This is a verse of the land of Israel. In fact, one of the major historical events which we have discussed over previous months, given that it features so strongly in the book of Malachim, and then also in some of the Nevi'im afterwards, is the decision of King Yoshiyahu to go and confront Paro Necho on his way up from Egypt towards Kalkamish, in the year 609. There, Yoshiahu was killed at the Battle of Megiddo. The Talmud tells us that what impelled him to confront Paranecho was his commitment to that verse, Chere velot avor ba'aretz, no sword shall pass through the land, even one which is on its way through the land to go somewhere else. And yet in our chapter, it is the sword which is going to rain down again and again on the land of Israel. But we can ask, whose sword is it? Although once, Pasuk Kafdalud, verse 24, it is the sword of Bavel. All of the other references, and there are many, it refers to the sword of God. There's something strange about this, but actually it's one of the most significant and substantial moves of the Tanakh and later of Chazal the sages. It's what the Harvard scholar Ruth Visser in her book Jews and Power calls double account that meets out punishment to Israel. Although at first glance on the surface superficially it appears to be Bavel or later Rome or other persecutors, standing behind Bavel it is God. On the one hand this is terribly overwhelming this is perhaps some ways extremely tragic and painful to Am Yisrael's relationship with God. As Yerumiyahu will say in the book of Echha, Bahaya Hashem Kooyev, it is as if God is our enemy. But on the other hand, pushing deeper, there is something behind it, as Kalev and others have spoken about before, it is in a sense. The feeling that whoever Israel's temporal enemies are, actually the greater power is God. It is God who punishes his land, God who punishes his people. But also that relationship, although frayed, remains. And God will also outlast Babel and outlast Rome. And his relationship will one day in the future change towards his land again. Wishing everyone a wonderful day.